Welcome back to the Basement Podcast Studios of First Amendment Sports. I'm Ken Marangolo. This is the WCC Spectacular. He's Tim Strachan. That's right. We're right in the thick of it, boys. This was a great weekend this past weekend. It's only going to get better from here on out. He's Kevin Ricca. Listen, no one in this conference is yellow, but sure looks like we are tonight. You guys look cute. I mean, come on, man. I wear my Beat Dallas Dallas twice a year. I didn't know I was going to be competing with uh, Kenny McNamara over here. I didn't get the memo about the gold shirts. Sorry. I, I did have to I go. Look good in gold. Maroon and gold bad. is McNamara colors, as we all know. Uh, don't want to get too far without welcoming in Matt, the Real Deal Seal. What's up, guys? Great weekend. We just witnessed a, a heck of a game ourselves, didn't we? We did. We yeah. sure did. Oh, uh, Friday night in the WCC. That's right. It, so let's get started right there. Friday night was um, was awesome. Uh, two games featuring four nationally uh, acclaimed programs, all in the WCAC. First game took place away from us at the PG Sports and Entertainment Complex. Learning. 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 Complex. Learning. Complex. Learning, complex. Learning. Education. Going I've gotten right education there. there before when I watched St. John's there two years ago. You learn over there. Um, Dematha Gonzaga. Uh, and just the updates made it sound Probably was was worth it. Like the updates of that game when we were at the St. John's Council game, getting the updates. First of all, like, wait, getting wait, the updates what? sitting right next to Jeff Clay was yeah. was for me personally uh, just wonderful. Something special hey. to share it with a fellow 1994 Gonzaga grad and a fellow St. John's '94 alum giving us the updates. Shout out to Doug Grantham. Appreciate you listening always, giving us the up to date deal. I said he said you want me to keep giving the updates. I said I'm standing next to Jeff Clay. Keep them rolling. Thank you, my man. But, uh, hey, everyone was interested. We're all... Did we get, like, a missed extra point from him at one point in time? I, I did, but it was, it was reported <laughs> on Max Preps that there was a missed extra point. It was after the walk-off, uh, <laughs> and there was go. no yeah. extra point yeah, necessary. Yeah, yeah. And I guess that's an auto... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Look, it shocked me. Back, it shocked me it was tied 7-7 throughout regulation. I yeah. mean, that just wow. was... That, that, I, I would never have thought that, you know, given the uh, amount of talent on both sides of the ball... The way that the offenses have been putting up points, um, both first half scores, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 So like yeah. the yeah. second half, nobody scored. First quarter scores. Yeah. Or no, one was the first quarter, one was the second quarter. Gonzaga's first drive, they got the ball and marched down the yes. field, and it looked like it was going to be wide open. It looked like it was going to be, and man, it slowed down a tad bit. And can I just say, T, the one thing uh, I think the last thing I said on the show, or one of the last things I said on the show last week, was I think they're going to need more. More than their 27. Yes. I, we all but, thought they were. We all thought they were. But they, they were got their 27. Exactly. And, and they made it work for them like they have all they season did. long. They did. That's creepy. That's it really is. weird. I, I, it, it, it weirded <laughs> Again, me out. I didn't even think about it, but you're right. 27, 21, three overtimes. Yeah. That's, um, that's the story. They, but that's, the, where, the that's, the where the, that's where the fireworks hit with <sighs> the overtimes. And it was, it was a suspenseful overtime uh, to the point where they were going forward on fourth and goals. Both teams you did. You know, there was there – yep. There was, uh, to cap it off, there was DeMarco Helms with the, the interception in the end zone to get, get the ball back. Marshawn Lloyd punching in at the end. Uh, you know, again, names that we keep hearing week after week after week yeah. making those types of plays. Um, uh, Logan Neely also had an interception, and uh, Nick Cross also had, had an interception. We talked about that duo and how Caleb Williams, you know, how well was he going to be effective against two guys that are going to be playing big, big-time top five uh, football next year in college. So, uh, great game. I think you know both coaches had great quotes after afterwards um, that it was it was a hard fought game. Uh, the kids gave it everything they had. It was a lot of fun to watch to be a part of, 
And I know Gonzaga's hurting um, with now two losses. Yeah. Uh, and, and is it no? Two losses. Yeah. yeah. Two Over, losses. Back to back. And, um, but they're saying right now they're playing for field position, you know, for the sure. most part. No offense to McNamara. Uh, we don't think that they're going to be able to win enough to get into the talk this Currently year. ranked ahead of Gonzaga, but whatever. That's okay. That's in true. the WCAC. <laughs> this is true. Coach. Um, but, you know, at the same time, uh, I think it was Elijah said that I think we just saw a preview of what's to come maybe, you know, in a couple more weeks when they're, they're likely to you know, face each other again. Well, all four of these teams are saying it's about uh, each other sure. because uh, when it all gets, you know, done and everything is settled, <coughs> there's going to be some, some repeats. Some rematches Some rematches yep. uh, coming up. But, I mean, hey, let's not forget about, and I know you're a quarterback, mm-hmm. but let's not forget about the defense that was played in the four quarters oh, leading yeah. up to that. Oh, yeah. Because uh, what I saw was Caleb Williams, yes, maybe the stat line doesn't look tremendous for the young sophomore, but, man, is he full of talent, and he came out the gates flinging it. I mean, I'm talking, he, he, he's crossing routes. Matt Steele, we've talked about his fades, his back shoulder fade. The kid throws a gorgeous ball, and he, and he made some great plays. He made some great plays running around with his feet. The kid's fast, man. He, he was, was their leading, leading rusher. rusher. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, two touchdowns. 16 times for mm-hmm. 73 yards, two touchdowns. I mean, he was 13 of 30. That's not a great percentage, but, um, you know, the, the three interceptions what really hurt him in this game, uh, making young mistakes, but uh, he had a touchdown, but 203 yards against a very stout DeMatha Stags defense. Yeah. That, that, that defensive front for DeMatha showed up ready to rock and roll. Uh, Gonzaga had a tough time getting that run game started. Uh, like I said, that first drive, that ball that Caleb threw to Aaron Turner, I believe, was, would have been yeah. a, just a 70-yard score. They tackled him down around the six. And a, a very smart play by the young QB on a, on a recognition play. No one ran out on the slot, and he got up there quick and flung it out to Sam Sweeney for an early score. And you're thinking, well, we're going to have another one of these 38-31 type deals that they had against Good Council last week. And it, it slowed down a little bit. And the defenses, including Gonzaga's front, I mean – you know, that's Marshawn Lloyd right there, man. And I know he had a heck of a day. Yeah, I feel like they corralled him a little bit, boys. 26 I feel like he was carries, with those numbers. 54 yards. He ended up with four TDs, three of those in, uh, you know, in, yeah. the, in the overtime. But he's still, special. 154 yards. That is special. I love yeah. the fact that he said it. They, that the, the team, when they won, went out and, and, and mobbed him. And he said, but his quote was, I, I, they wanted to give it to me. I wanted them to give it to me. That's what you want your five-star guys, yep. he's saying. You know, and, and for him to produce on top of it. He even said he worked out with the uh, practice squad this week, the scout team. Yeah, yeah. So he could get team, against the DeMatha first yeah. team defense because he knew what he was going to see in Gonzaga's defensive line. So even more power to Mr. Lloyd. That's kind of like yeah. Elijah no taking doubt. an old school like uh, Coach Wooten when he used the tennis rackets to go against Lou Alcindor uh, <laughs> to get people to you know, used to shooting over him. Elijah taking a little page out of Wooten's book there. That's a nice one. Yeah. And it certainly was impressive, T, uh, the walk-off by Marshawn Lloyd to end it. The play before was the play by Helms. Yeah. The jump ball, and Caleb Williams was looking for his favorite guy on the back end of the crossing route across the, across the formation. Uh, John Marshall has been his go-to guy all year long. Sweeney's caught a bunch of them, don't get me wrong. Uh, there was a huge, huge play by Dean Ingram on fourth and nine from the young QB to Dean Ingram to keep that drive alive, which yeah. was just sick. I mean, it was, it was, the DeMathis Islands was going nuts, and they stepped up and connected. For 10 yards, I think, on a fourth and nine to keep that drive alive. A jump ball between uh, John Marshall and DeMarco Hellams, two stud seniors in this conference. And uh, Hellams had a bit of the angle and came down with it. Next play, walk off. That's a, that's a quick ending to a great football game. It was, uh, it was a sudden death situation. And, 
you know what? It's going to be someone in this league. That's what it comes down to. And uh, triple overtime. Triple, triple overtime. It's a tough way. It's a tough way to lose. Uh, Gonzaga is obviously a very good team, um, and we'll get to uh, their task uh, this week. But why don't we uh, queue up? Our our good friend, uh, our let's correspondent. Get, let's now get we to the we all went to the national game of the week, St. John's Good Council game on ESPN. That, you know, it was the game of the week. I think you know the game of the week might have been Ma, the meatloaf. Ooh. Yeah, we want it. Yeah, <laughs> come on, my show. The council football. Yeah. This Tim. man just not disappoint. Oh my! I hope you. <laughs> I know we have okay? the right number. Is this voicemail? We don't ever. Fact. We don't. We're not ever confused. Uh, welcome back, Tim. Welcome, welcome to uh, the basement. Uh, you're among friends. Um, Thank you, gentlemen. Great game uh, on Friday night, my friend. Amazing game. Amazing game. I uh, I I I just got to say real quick, what an unbelievable environment for the WCAC. Both schools involved the Catholic University of America, and ESPN. It was just, yeah. everyone just yep. should be glad-handing left and yep. right. I mean, it was just patch, packaged and bow-tied for everyone who cares. It really, really put a great spotlight on what we have going on around this place. The conference put a amazing product Without a doubt. Uh, on the field. And, Without and a doubt. We'll dissect it, but you know, from 10,000 feet, that 10-10 first half, uh, which is what the most, most people in the country, if they were watching it all, they, they saw that. Um, it was such a high uh, brand of of, of football. It was. It, it was it was it was fun. Um, it, it was there was points, but there was also but the, the stops were great. The the play the first downs that got made were great. The, you know from A to Z, soup to nuts. Uh, it was really 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 good football. No, I thought I thought that, both that, teams I mean, defensively did a heck of a job in the first <laughs> half, uh, disguising things, switching things up. Uh, I thought St. John's was pretty physical with them, although good counsel had a lot of success running that ball. Savion Wilkerson, that kid is is very, very good. He's, uh, he's their speed burst guy. Oh, absolutely. my God. He had a couple unbelievable plays. Tim, he was so much fun to watch. I, I was hearing your voice uh, when they gave him the ball a couple times. Um, he, he's certainly uh, worth the price of admission, and I know um, he generated some fans and followers by being on ESPN that night. Um, I, I, I had a, a, f- a real fun time, again, I'm saying on the good council side of the ball. Um, Latrell, to me, um, stood out, and I, I, I probably spent way too much time, you know, it, it, sipping beers afterwards and in the days since, um, you know, wondering why, you know, maybe he's not as highly acclaimed. And I get it. Um, I, I was entertained, you know, by his performance. I thought he stood out, and I thought he deserves. Well, I think that's going to change. I, I think that's going to change okay. Uh, okay. after last week's game because – you know, he certainly, and I've watched this kid all year, he certainly impressed me, uh, the style of play that he was putting out there last week. I mean, I uh, some of those runs, I mean, breaking tackles and then showing bursts of speed. Now, on that one play, you know, the D-tackle did take it away from him. Good counsel retained the football, but we all know that, you know, that was taken away from him. But aside from that, I, I think he played a really, really tough game. And uh, I think he's going to have a lot more offers on the table just on that exposure alone. He gets every inch. Out of every run, yeah, he's he a bruiser, man. As, as he, much he's, possible. A, he's a tough runner. Mm-hmm. I was very impressed by him, and and I was trying to find somebody who wasn't like, you know, already getting all of the love, um, and, and rightfully so. No one, no one's getting more love. I mean, than he's they got deserve. six offers. It's not I like understand. He's getting shut I, out. I, I know. I know. What you're yeah, yeah. I know so what you're he runs angry. He, he runs, runs angry. He does. 
I was impressed by him. I think if we're all being honest, probably the passing in the first half wasn't as crisp um, as as you would maybe hope for from for a senior quarterback and from a top you know you know program with the wide receivers. Um, things well, change. Go they, ahead, Tim. They struggled. They, they struggled to connect. You know, on some big plays and key situations in the past, aside from you know a couple big conversions. You know, throughout the season. And uh, but I'll tell you one thing, you know, that ball that he put on the money to uh, Cam Hart streaking down the middle of the field with three St. John's kids chasing him. That was on the money. Heck of a play by right Cam Hart, too. Going up high, snagging it out of the air in the middle of the field like that. That was pretty impressive. That, that was like a third. That was, the, that was the fourth down play. It was no, 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 the fourth he, down. He the, didn't come down with it. Yeah, well, he's talking about the, the, the bomb pass. that he missed. Oh, I thought he was talking about the 95 yarder. We're still that, talking about that. That wasn't right. I was talking uh, about the fact that that that, that the council you. opened up the game. Yeah, we're in the first half. With an impressive, first, very yeah. impressive first drive. Uh, they were they they were caught in a couple third and long situations. He threw it up high in the middle. Cam Hart went up, got it in traffic. That was that a great was play. A huge play. It was a great um, play. But then they punched it in. For seven, and I thought it was really working in good counsel's favor early on. I said if they could keep it close or at least keep a, a small lead with that running game and milk the clock and keep it out of St. John's hands, they had a very good shot of winning this game. And it looked like that that's the way it was going in the first half. That was a high skill play. If you from our standpoint and on that particular play, Tim, we were standing underneath the goalposts and they were they were coming right at us. Um, Cam Hart comes streaking across, and you really got a sense uh, of the ball was whipped. Um, it hit it hit him right in the hands, right where it needed to hit. It slapped his hands. He brought it down. He took a pretty good shot, um, yeah. to get, and, he, and he got the yardage. Um, such so high quality, high caliber uh, level of football played by good counsel, especially in the first half. Um, and you know, Tim, I, with one last uh, good counsel um, kind of point, the uh, right tackle, and his name is going to escape Preston, not Preston. It's Landon. Tungle. Landon. I knew it was something like that. Uh, yeah. 72. No offense, Landon. No offense, Ken, Ken Landon. Get it right the next time. I'm trying to go. I'm going with. I'm going. Uh, don't get their names called book. out very often. You oh, we gave right, shout outs all week last week. Just Ken right. wasn't doing it. We figured it out. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he, he's he's going to be a bad boy. What, Tim, you've been talking about him. Yeah, all yeah, year. yeah. How do you think he was he, good? How do you think he played on Friday night? How did I think the O line played? I mean, I thought there was a lot of uh, physical play out there, and uh, you know, I mean, being 10 10 at halftime, I mean, I think that was everybody got what they wanted at that point you know number one versus number two uh some huge plays on both sides of the ball some key turnovers I mean, good counsel's interceptions in the end zone this year have been significant in big games uh you know to keep that where it was I was really at impressed. some point I'm gonna I'm gonna start talking about St. John's I'm just yeah, no, no, I everyone will, know we will because <laughs> what I was most impressed about though in the first half I thought St. John's was going to actually do in the first half what they ended up doing in the second half. I was impressed with Good Counsel's defense. I thought they were doing a great job of jumping their coverages, jumping their looks right before the snap of the ball, confusing St. John's, getting them off their rhythm, doing a great job on the strategic part of the game, Tim. Well, both of these teams, you know, have a lot of uh, speed on defense, and that was uh, evident out there uh, Friday night. Uh, absolutely the way they were covering. I mean, obviously – you know, St. John's has some speed guys on O too, because a couple plays that happened over there, I, I was. Uh, no one has more speed on O in the nation than St. John's. No, astonished uh, at their uh, ability. Or, Cam Ross showed that good counsel marches down the field and scores, and St. John's comes right back. And Cam Ross down the left sidelines was a blur, a blur yeah. to the house. Uh, I, you're not going to find two faster receivers on any football team that play football as well as these two do. No. They're great the football is, players you, with tremendous speed. You only need one. You only need one, and give me number five. I 
and give me uh, Rakim, Kim Jarrett. Yeah, we're, 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 so we're, we're going to right yeah, we're gonna get to that. So uh, I was just going <laughs> to say, Tim, just to just close out what I've been hearing from you all season long about that offensive line. So, um, and we've the talked to – The boys are big. The Beef Brothers. They're, they're, the Beef Brothers are, are no, big. They did a good job. I love – the first half. Standing at, I was staying uh, and watch one guy. You know, my, that's my, how my grandfather would watch the Redskins, and, and, and he said, you just watch one guy. And so there was a stretch where all I did was watch Landon, um, and I watched him for like three or four straight plays. And uh, he impressed the you know what out of me. Um, first of all, he, I mean he, I, I guess uh, he's five star, right? He's he's a yep. third five star that we were we were yep. missing. Yeah, he's um, been an all American since eighth grade, apparently. He's, <laughs> he, you know, if you love football and you're especially if you're a Redskins fan and you appreciate offensive line play and you know what it means and how, it's how you win, um, and you watch him for a stretch of plays, uh, it's super uh, enjoyable. I did the same thing. Um, with number five, Rakim Jarrett, and I happened to be doing it at the right time a couple times, Kev. Um, he, he showed up on national television, f- you know, for, for himself, for the school, for the conference, for whatever. He, he showed out. You don't want to blink your eyes no. uh, where the ball goes in this direction. I'm going to say this. We did a halftime show, and we talked about what we thought would happen, and I said, if you continue to single cover Rakim Jarrett, it is not going to work out well. I, I, I've watched him. For three years now, and it's been just such a joy. So when that halftime comes, I know St. John's is a second-half team. Gentlemen, offensively and defensively, all season long they've been doing it. The size of this team, the strength, the speed, it wears you down, and it becomes – you've got you to come ready for a 16-round fight if you want to stand oh, yeah. till the end with these guys toe-to-toe. And I'm not saying that no one can because they can, and good counsel is built too. It just that speed comes into play at times, and – and, and, and at halftime, look, St. John's gets the ball back, and it was time for them to come down and punch it in. They didn't. They punted. And good counsel gets the ball back. Sevion gets the ball, first down on the good counsel sidelines. Who comes and makes the play again? The same guy we talk about every week, Isaiah Jordan Isaiah with Jordan. the Josh Norman punch out. Uh, Smurf, Amon Greenwood, picks up the fumble, and next thing you know, it, it's, it's time for St. John's to get on the board again. Yeah. And it's, it's Cam Ross again. And you're sitting there looking at 17 to 10. Rakim hasn't really gotten involved. Now, he's been involved. He's yeah, been taking yeah. care. But, you know, all of a sudden, it's St. John's time to rock and roll. And that defense has given up two fourth-quarter touchdowns on the year. The halftime adjustments, Coach Gillespie, Coach Casamento, I've watched them now for years. The, the, the halftime adjustments, I think they're as good as anyone. And once again, with that level of talent, these players and the kids that have been together, 11 seniors have done this. They've run the gauntlet. They've run this national schedule and this WCAC schedule together for three years. That comes to play in an environment like that at halftime when a team's hanging around with you and you're giving a team a chance. Uh, can, I, can I just no, – No, it absolutely oh, does. Let me just say one let's, thing, let's, Kevin. Go there's, ahead, there's speed. There's speed, and then there's speed. And number five, all I can say is – all I remember is good counsel's defense chasing them all day long and uh, being burnt out of the picture. Well, well, you know, with a guy like that, halftime adjustments – you know, maybe they decided to just say, hey, let's do a hitch with him because it's almost unfair. <laughs> well, I was talking just defensively. Defensively, right, right. pitching a shutout yeah. in the second half against a team. Absolutely. Against a team that scored 38 against Gonzaga last week and is averaging 50 against the rest of the world. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, that, that, to me, was just knocked down. Well, I'm glad I, you also brought up the fumble in the second half. I know we talked about the woulda, coulda, shoulda with the fumble strip. It was a fumble. Uh, in the first half that St. John's got jobbed on. But the fumble in the second half, if that did not happen, this game would have been completely different. Because I, I, I got to think, the way they were running, the good counsel was running that ball, they would have gone down and possibly put some points on the board. But instead, it flipped well, the script. It flipped the script. The and from there, 
the speed and athleticism of St. John's was just too much for them. And once they got in front, it was so hard for good counsel to catch up. Well, when you have, they have a guy the like the game, they have a guy like Rakim. Fourth down conversion, fourth and twelve, where uh, Cam uh, uh, the tip ball. They caught the touchdown. You know, to go that could have changed things too. That would that would have been a that huge was, game changer. Well, right when your offensive line goes up against Good Counsel's Beef Brothers and they rush for under fifty yards yeah. in the second half, and your O line puts up over ninety. That changes things. Yes. That's the wear down effect. That's well, yeah. how St. John's plays. So I'm not so sure things would have been changed after that. I'm just saying this team has done this all year long, and you come out and put 21 on someone in the second half. There's a lot of shoulda, woulda, coulda. I was but, just going to take issue I'll, with the uh, fact that you call St. John's a second half team because I see them as a four quarter team. I, I think that they they might not have gotten the, all of what they wanted out of that first half from a standpoint of it only being 10 10, um, but they were able to continue at that same pace, and no one's been able to keep up with them for four quarters um, all year long. And, no, and, and that, that was my point. It, it, once that fumble happened in the second half and, and St. John's then got on top, it changed everything for good counsel. You can't go with a run game and try to catch up with a team like St. John's, but St. John's got correct. so much talent that with a guy like Rakim, you just throw him a hitch, and he can make one little move and has the speed to just – Outrun you. That, that I mean, that was just yeah. unbelievable. Turn on the jets. And when you have when you have that talent and you've got the lead, I mean, you know, that's putting the nail in the coffin. That, we were in the, the end zone of putting that with in. the WCAC All Star Squad. Yeah. The guy, the talent we had watching that game in the oh, end zone was just uh, were just just All-Star. ridiculous. Bernard Joseph, McNamara, Jeff Clegg, and Zach, all of Jay us. Williams. All, Jay Williams. Jay Williams. Yeah. All of us were giggling at that Rakim spin to the outside yeah. and run, and no one came within two arms lengths of him. And that was nuts. I, I want to give a shout-out to a guy that, that we haven't talked much about on the show this year, that everyone that we talked to, including all of you guys, and everyone I've talked to since that watched the game, big number 99, Braden Baps, had a coming-out party Friday night. Oh, man, I really Friday love night. watching that Hey, game. young man, he's yep. a senior with Great a couple frame. offers. You know, Carolina, Maryland, Virginia. I'm telling you right now. Yeah. I'm telling you right now. Get that Twitter handle ready for how many more offers are coming in and how well, thankful you, know, you are. You know, he just passes the eye test. You know who he beat around the corner was the right tackle was Tengwall. He did. And listen, he right hey, look, he's, he, he, he blocked his tail off on the offensive side. I know Coach Grip was certainly proud of him over there. And then the team needed to come down and bring a fifth down lineman in to, to deal with the good council run game. He comes off the sidelines, hasn't played much defense this year, although he's obviously willing, ready, and able. And, man, he showed out on about three or four times where he made plays in the backfield, like you said, Tim, against a five-star. And, uh, I mean, he caught he's everyone's like eye. A, he's got a typical Everyone wanted to talk about frame, him. body, Well, 6'8", 250. Length. Strength, I don't know if that's speed, typical for anything, said. but yes, I mean, you're right. Lord. But I mean, yes. St. John's defense, you know, the rich get richer. They have so much speed out there. They bring a guy like that off the bench. Unbelievable. Yeah, yep. I'm with you. And I'm not ready to just not talk about Sol J going 16 for 26 for 226 and four. Uh, he's awesome. He's uh, awesome. The, the plays he makes in he's the awesome. pocket and, and he settled down and got the things going there in the second yeah. half. And the place he made with his feet, I mean, he had a move that which they really weren't asking. He, he to broke do everyone's the ankles. Half. No, no, no. And he, he kind of used to be in the best. He turned on the. On the field. Yeah. He turned on the the the, the running the you know the getting <coughs> the making the plays with his feet thing in the second half. I mean, I, I thought that was a huge uh, reason behind their ability yeah. to go twenty one and zero in, uh, in in the second half. Um, I mean, it was so much fun watching. It was. And one last shout-out. We talked about specials. I told you at halftime and before the game, Mordecai was the guy to keep an eye on. He had a 50-yard kickoff return that got him into some good shape. But uh, George Alvarez, a kicker and punter for the cadets, has been on point all season long and keeping some of their weapons on special teams because they had a couple big ones. (coughs) 
They had, I think, one big one. Uh, the rest of the time, Mr. Alvarez was putting it in the end zone. Yeah. Now, this young man has worked and worked and worked on his craft. This was not his deal a year ago. He's gotten to the point where he's putting that ball out of their, taking it out of their hands, taking it out of weapons' hands, and that's a huge deal for the yeah, cadets. Their specials he, this year have been relentless. He's a multi-sport athlete, too, lacrosse team goalie, by the way, Alvarez. Go. So, shout-out, young man. Yeah. Uh, if you've um, played sports enough in your life, th there's a different sound uh, when some guys run. And I, it, it has to do with height, and it has to do with, like, the body makeup and, and the ability for that person to be fast. Um, when Mordecai runs, it's a gallop, <laughs> and it's, it's a awesome. sound. If you're close enough I to hear it. I thought you were it, describing me. Sorry about well, that. I was oh, also whoa. describing you, too. Some may say that. Um, you if you've been lucky enough yeah. to play with a guy like that, I, uh, uh, Taylor was, uh, if, you're, if you're watching, uh, uh, a Severna Park uh, All-State soccer player, it's, it's the speed, and the cleats hit the ground. And when he, when he took the, uh, I want to say it was in the first half, he took a, a kickoff after a good, good council scored. Um, he didn't get a huge return out of it, but he was able to get his feet under him for a little bit of a run. He ran about, you know, seven or eight of his fast steps kind of straight up, and then he did a jump cut. And he wasn't able to get the field enough, and he, and he had a little bit of a slip, and he took a hit. But, oh, my goodness, it was like a, it was like a horse galloping. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, it's special. Um, and, and I also thought he played well in defense. Yeah, he, he wants to come up and hit you. Yeah. And when you move that fast and, and you, and, and you want to hit someone, you know, I'm no physics major, but uh, <laughs> there's going to be a collision. Well, I, I tell you what, you, you take any of those teams right there and you put them on a track meet and they win the state championship, I don't care what state. Uh, yeah. There was so much speed there on both sides of the ball. But, you know, with St. John's, they practice so hard, they're so physical, and they have that kind of speed. I mean... You'd be lucky to hang around with them for a half, and I, I'm proud of the way the guys played. And, uh, you know, a couple balls bounced this way, that way, and, uh, you know, things probably aren't different. But anyways. Yeah. Well, let's, well. Let's, um, let's look at what Good Counsel has coming up this week. Um, they are – Who are they playing? Is this some team from Hyattsville or something? Uh, some team. They're hosting, right? Good Counsel's hosting. Really? Really? Playing host to Dematha hey, Catholic. Look, you guys grew up a couple blocks from each other, man. Really? Have at it. You know, we're all here to listen. Some team from Is that high Northwestern high school? high school? Timothy. Hey, the thing is that, that you got to be worried about, though, Tim Reddy, is that yes, you guys are coming in a little wounded, I think. Mm -hmm. they, they, they took some some uh, The Baton Death March in 15 days. They took some bumps and bruises in that game against St. John's. Yes. And uh, hey, I don't know what their health is. Gentlemen. I'm sure we're not going to get an update. But you got to be worried about that a little bit. It's, uh, it's a tough march for everybody, you know, week in and week out. Uh, that's football in this conference and, uh, and basketball, everything. Uh, you got to play tough teams. And, you know, DeMatha definitely is a smash mouth team and, and plays physical football. And the, the winning tradition, in my opinion, for DeMatha, you know, gives them a point or two in every game. You know, it's just for whatever reason, they know how to win. Uh, so they're always going to be a formidable opponent, even if good the council's got that here recently. Even if though, the they, team the they've got the same swagger, you know. Uh, I think I think it's not hard to to be a prognosticator for this game. In, you got to score twenty eight points. Yeah, well, that you got to score twenty eight. You got to get over twenty seven. <laughs> but it's the team that wins the running game, the team that has the best running game and can control the ball and can and, and can get first downs and, and keep the ball out of the other team's hands. That's the way this game's going to go. This is not going to be a high-flying act. Oh, they're going to run it. I don't think it's going to be a high-flying act. There's going to be run, run, play action, run, run, play action, all game long from both sides. Dude, it's going to be equivalent to both teams lining up at the 50 and taking turns punching each other in the face. The old bare knuckle, standing. stand yes. there, toe-to-toe. Yeah. Head or gut. Trade head em. or gut. Trade and blow. Yes. Boom. Yep. Hey. This is going to be a physical match of the Titans. 
And, you know, you got two teams that do the same kind of thing. They're going to try to run up and smash you. And uh, I think that clock's going to be running a lot because there's not going to be a lot of incomplete passes. And uh, it's going to be exciting. I, I, would, I would say that um, regardless of how I, I, I look at that good counsel backfield, um, I think Cam is the is the uh, is the difference maker in this game. Personally, oh, yeah, yeah. I think he, I and I think Cam, the Hart or Snell, Cam Hart. Those are two. I know. Well, I was going to say <laughs> I, I was making you. I was You're trying to get away with two and waited. one. Yeah, wait, wait. In suspense. <laughs> Just um, wait till next week. See so which one made the most plays. Cam, the Cam Hart. He showed. I yeah. mean, he showed speed against speed. Again, three St. John's. He's going to have to do it this week, Tim. He can fly. I think he. I think he's going to have to be the guy. The math of DBs. Well, and and Cam still can, can get him the ball. Uh, and they think, got their hands full with Demarco Hellams running running wild out there. What? Old number one's no joke, man. He can no. fly. Yes. Yes. You need the quarterback this week, Cam Snell, to make some big plays. That mm-hmm. has to happen this week. Whether it's a run, whether it's a, a quick pass, whether you know, whether it's a dive over the end zone, we need him to make a big play this week uh, to win this game because it's going to be a tough game uh, either way. I think Nigerian has to do the same thing, don't you? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. You know, you, you want to go with Lloyd. You want to you want to run the ball. You want to establish the one. You want to control the game. But there's going to have to be some 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 plays made. Uh, you know, on play action, there's going to be some plays made on third and longs uh, because it's not going to go smoothly for for both teams. I think you're also at a point in the season. I talked about good counsel coming in wounded. I'm sure Demath has got its bumps and bruises. Uh, I'm I'm interested to know what Savion's health is going to be, whether he's going to be available for this week or not. Uh, if not, I think there's a lot of things in DeMatha's favor. I just think that they have more weapons that way. Uh, but we'll never know. It's also the turnover battle. Who's going to hold on to the ball? Who's going to be able to have that one break? Good counsel has you done know? well there. This is going to be a, this is going to be an old Honestly, school game. I, I think right it's here. going to be a low turnover game. That's my prediction this week is a low turnover <coughs> game. It only takes one, man. But, uh, yeah, Friday it only takes, takes one. one. But, you know, see, DeMatha, you know, they, they ran the gauntlet, you know, uh, Saturday also. I sure. Mean, they played, how many overtimes were in that game? Three. Yeah. Yeah. Three overtimes, so that's uh, that's a lot of football. Sure, absolutely. So I'll lead it off. Uh, I'm going to uh, give the first prediction, and then we'll pass it around, and, and uh, Tim will let you get out on your prediction for the game. Um, I do have good counsel winning 28-27. Uh, I, I, oh. think, I, think good, well, I think good counsel uh, – so what I saw, I didn't see good counsel feel like they were – 28-27. I think DeMathy gets their 27. You go prices right again this week? But I, no, I'm saying $1. I think it's a close game, and I think that uh, good counsel scores points. I I think they get – and I think it's the St. John's effect. Um, I think they're going to leave that game feeling pretty good about themselves for two quarters. I think they feel like they could they, – they hung with a team like St. John's. Uh, and, that, and, and I do think, like Tim was kind of alluding to, I think good counsel feels – then a couple calls, a couple bounces, uh, change in that game, um, and the outcome is different. I think they believe that. I, that's what I, I saw them believe that, um, and I'm going to give them the edge um, over Demathe team, and, I'm, and it's a slight edge because they just beat a Sounds really like good you're really team. Really trying to convince yourself. Demathe just beat a real good, good, good uh, Gonzaga team, and I'm going to give them credit for that. But I think good counsel is just a hair better. Uh, Matt, you want to you want to bet? I'll, I'll go second. Twenty-four, twenty-three. Okay. Good counsel. All right, and I only oh, so say that. that the other way. And I only say that because <laughs> the home field advantage. Sure. Okay. 
That's the only advantage in this matchup I see. I get to go third? Yeah. What do you All got? Right. Well, I picked against DeMatha last week. I'm not going to do it this week, gentlemen. Smart I got man. DeMatha beating the Good Counsel Falcons 20 to 17. I think uh, Good Counsel, like I said, has run the end of that gauntlet. Uh, that's a very tough thing. I hope that they're all right. You, you pray that they're all right. Uh, that's more important than anything. But uh, it's going to be a slobber knocker. It'll be a couple field goals kicked. It'll be a time of possession situation. And I think, uh, I think the Stags sneak one out down there in Olney. T, I had to math last week, just for the record. Go ahead. What do you got? Uh, I, was simply, I think it's right, right in the same wheelhouse there. Obviously, I'm taking the Stags. I think they're going to come out. And, and really, it's because I think good counsel's coming in a little bit more banged up. Uh, having gone against St. John's. I know they had a tough game against Gonzaga three overtimes last week. I, I, maybe it was my perception having been at the uh, St. John's Good Council game and seeing those guys come off that field. Um, but I think it's going to be 21-14 stacks. All right, Tim, what do you got, buddy? Back well, up. everybody's making a lot of good points there. And uh, I, I'm just going to let you guys know, I wrote this score down. An hour ago, so everybody knows. <laughs> okay, this, this all is right. Not something that ink is an hour dry. <laughs> we are not. I'm not going for the prices right here, gentlemen. Good counsel, 28. The math of 21. I think uh, there's going to be a lot of touchdowns on the ground. I think there's going to be a lot of tough defense. I think it's going to be a low turnover game. That's my call. Low turnover game, and good counsel on Friday night. It is a fantastic atmosphere. I think they're going to have a, a great crowd out there. And, you know, I think it's going to be too much for DeMatha. Are you going to be there? He's got Cotillion. He's got Cotillion on Okay, okay. I hope he's chaperoning. Just wanted, wanted, wanted in, case, in case your throngs of followers and fans wanted to uh, hoard you in, in, in the stands. Hey, Tim, thank you I so much. Saturday mornings at 10 o'clock at Holy Redeemer. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he knows what I'm talking about. I love it. Um, thanks for your time, my friend, on a Tuesday night. Uh, we, Gentlemen, we, we, always my pleasure. We'll do our night. side bet. We'll do our side bet off air. I'll call you later, Tim. You got it. All you right. got it, my brother. But, uh, guys, as always, my pleasure. I appreciate it. And as a sign-off, I say, Falcons tough at home. Stags, no place to roam. <laughs> you did, did he come up I with that an hour ago? A, yeah, an hour and a half ago, he should have come up with a better out. The Muppet, the Muppet ending is, is the best. The Muppet <laughs> ending is the best. I don't, I'm going to call for that. Muppet, that's his second yeah. Muppet reference, is yeah. it not? Well, no, but when he does it, when he's like the... And he does like that whole thing. I think that's the best one he does. Uh, All right, so we do have another game in the WCAC. Uh, the the hey. 0-2 uh, Gonzaga, uh, you know, Purple Eagles you against the 0-1 so McNamara. Hey, listen, the, the reason why I picked DeMatha last week is because <laughs> DeMatha wins, and, and even though I was trying to explain this to Coach Ricca in the parking lot after the game, uh, it's, it's... He, he wasn't listening. He wasn't having it's, it. It's the smallest, no, he just wasn't listening. smallest violin playing. <laughs> Um, we are going to be there, guys. We're going to be in uh, Forestville at Bishop McNamara High School. Fired up about this, That's man. That's right. I'm on the same awesome. football field my dad played on, watching the McNamara Mustangs take on uh, Gonzaga. Um, and I, I'm looking forward to seeing the Gonzaga program, the same as I was looking forward to seeing St. John's at Good Council. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to see um, the maroon and gold. This is why uh, Kevin and I color-coordinated today. Come on, man. <laughs> Uh, we, it's going to be oh, uh, fun day. How right. nice! Hail! It's going to be sweet. A fun day in Forestville. Um, again, a great product on display. First Amendment Sports. It's our inaugural teeth cutting 
Um, we'll be on, you know, in the, on the field, um, behind the end zone, uh, putting a game call together. We will not be live streaming that game. That will be live to tape. Um, if you are uh, interested in, in uh, seeing us call a game for the first time, please check us out. We'll, it'll be available on FirstAmendmentSports.com and on our YouTube channel, First Amendment Sports. Um, and we look forward to having you guys give us a ton of very, very constructive criticism, I'm sure. Uh, right after the game, about an hour or two is what we're, what we're talking about? Uh, within hours. Within, within hours. hours. You right. know, it'll be up pretty fast. Um, and um, We'll hope, make sure you know what's out there. And we'll, yeah, we'll promote it and uh, get it out to everybody. If you get a chance um, to give uh, First Amendment Sports a visit and a like, uh, you'll be getting the information faster. Um, listen, good Gonzaga to circle us all the way back and close us out on a point he made earlier. Um, they're, they're a little on tilt right now, to use a poker analogy. Oh, yeah. um, they, have to, uh, they have to put that first stake in the WCAC um, you know, uh, uh, schedule. Win column. Uh, get, you know, win column, get into the playoff conversation, of which they fully belong. Um, it's a tough, tough, tough game to come off of. Uh, he, okay, so I'm going to be the McNamara guy for a second. Kenny McNamara telling you why McNamara should, uh, you know, where to find the goodness and the, and, and the positivity here. Um, it's a tough loss for, for Gonzaga. Gets a team that they felt they could beat, probably um, should have beaten, but did not beat. Um, they still don't have a win in the WCAC, and it does not get easier uh, for them after this week. Uh, I believe they host a St. John's team. They have a bye. After their bye. So uh, it's 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 moving day for for Gonzaga. They've got to got to get it done um, against McNamara. And if you're McNamara, you can be a little bit loose. Um, you're you're the home team, uh, one you know one family, one McNamara. That they are um, loving their guys. And I think that um, you know if we can get some guys back, you know, healthy after the bye, uh, Kenny Womack, for example, um, and get some of these and get uh, what's who's my boy Quinn Osborne. You got it. Number 35, uh, number one in your hearts, but number 35 in the program. Um, McNamara has players, and if they go out there and they decide that they're going to be, you know, 11 hats on 11 hats uh, and, and can make that first half tight, you know, again, you're playing against a top team and a top program, and I don't want to disrespect Gonzaga. Uh, but if you can put yourself in the game and you can find yourself uh, across the ball from a team that's all of a sudden realizing, you know, expectations, you know, and pressure, and it's now or never. Um, it's a good place to be for an opponent. Uh, and so I just want to channel that, you know, that goodness. To, Give themselves a fighting chance. To, to the Mustangs. Yep. Again, things that got to go away, got to go their way, our way early. Um, because you can't beat a good team um, without a good start. Well, I, I always said that, you know, doing Maryland football for 22 years uh, as a color commentator, there was what? Out of that 22 years, seven years where they were really, really, really good. They were, you know, definitely bound for bowl game. I saw a lot of bad football. But when they were going up against teams that were much better than them, I always said, play loose, play fun, have a great time. Play fast. You're at home. Play fast. Play fast. That's right. Look, give it everything you've got, all right? This is not a last-ditch effort. You Like you said, they have athletes. I think Gonzaga's coming in wounded both physically and mentally, having two losses on their record. Being in an in, in a in a way uh, uh, environment, um, a lot of those things are, are 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 things that I think if McNamara can play that way, they can take advantage of. I got two things to say. One being, 
22 years, you old son yeah, of a Yeah, that's been a long time. You did that 22 years? But I'm looking years? to do something else for the next Yeah, well, listen, yes. we're about to start up. Uh, no. yeah. yeah. We're about to start calling a lot of games in the next 22, <laughs> brother. I, can't, I haven't called a game since last season ended, I've never so called one in my life. This I'm is happy my first to have game you back. anchored down. It's going to be fun, man. Yeah, no, I can't wait. Secondly, Gonzaga is a matter of seconds away from being 2-0 in the WCC. Yes, yes they are. And they're, they are, they're, not, they're not happy about no, anything right now. And uh, they're not coming down to lay down uh, at any time. It's going to be a very interesting game. Gentlemen, it's going to be an 80% chance of showers out there on Saturday from what I saw Excellent. last. And that always can change. We've got five days. But uh, bring that 22-year-old rain slicker. we got a First Amendment 10. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we yes. do. We, they we, will. That. We, we absolutely do. We have cover. We were talking about the limo taking you to the field and yes. back. Is oh, what yeah. We're no, most no, no, no. My, 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 my car is going to come right up to the tent. Let me on. I'm not going to have a drop of rain on me. <laughs> what's, uh, what's Puff's guy that holds the umbrella? Uh, someone's going to have to sign up for that. Take him to the Greek. Yeah. I'll tell you, you know, Greek. I'll set up interviews. Anybody send me a resume, there you go. I'll, 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 I'll look into it. There you go. Oh, perfect. Hey, Caleb Williams is going to come out slinging that thing at yep. McNamara. Uh, they're going to come out getting some some yards on the ground, and uh, hey, they're, they're they're out for blood. So I'm I'm very curious to see how uh, how they respond. I think I, I think I have an idea how they might. Uh, I also would love to see McNamara playing loose and free and make some plays and get rid of that ball quickly and hit the open receiver. Gonzaga does play a little soft <coughs> in their coverage. And McNamara likes to, to play the quick game. We'll see how that's dealt with. You know, the QB Miles over there is going to be catching that snap and getting that ball. Really, he's done a great job of it this year. And if he can get a couple of weapons healthy, they might be able to move the ball a little bit. They're going to have an issue uh, defensively. No yep. one's been able to harness that that offense, that huge play offense that was slowed down, but made some big chunk gains. Just didn't score a lot of points. Had a little trouble in the red zone last week with one pick and a couple penalties in the second half that might have changed things. So. Hey, I'm so excited to be with all you guys, some of my best friends in the world, and I get to sit down with you guys and talk about the best conference in the world and call a football game for the first time in the WCAC. Yep. Gentlemen, it all some begins. exciting stuff going down here, it's man. It's going to be great. It's the ground floor of something special. We are putting everything together so that we can do our best uh, job for everyone who cares about the WCAC and the playoffs and the championship game. Um, that is our number one goal. Um, and... Um, real fast, Maddie. Before we get out of here tonight, let's get a little bit of shine on some of these other programs. What scores? What Got a little. Let's run down some. Couple scores. notes from the uh, the Metro Division, I believe, yeah, it's the lower division it. in the conference. Where the ca- the capital is. Uh, capital is the upper. Our, our school. Hey, right? WCAC. Our guys. WCAC. Right. No doubt. Well, Paul the Six stepped out of conference. They, they're one of the front runners in the in the Metro. They went over to Sidwell Friends and beat them forty-two to six for Sidwell's homecoming. Stabby over here shaking his head for right his back here. Mar- Sidwell all the water back here. taking it on the chin by Paul the Six. It's all right, Another buddy. homecoming game. I actually saw the first half of this one was Carroll and O'Connell. Uh, Carroll had a backup quarterback, Ryan Ote. Shout out, young man, <laughs> stepping onto the field, leading the Lions to a fourteen thirteen. Uh, homecoming victory for the Lions. a boy. So well, job, job well done for Coach down yep. there. And uh, St. Mary's Riken, they, they are the team to beat in the Metro. 61 nothing over Ireton. Ooh. So it's looking Ooh. more and more like it's going to be a Paul VI Riken championship game in the Metro unless somebody wants to step up and pull an upset. Um, I'm very curious to see those teams play. I think they might play Friday night, Riken. Uh, I think it's at Paul the Sixth. Okay. So that'll be a, a, that is a, a good hell test. Of a trip there, gentlemen. Is it that sure the farthest is. trip in the WCC? It might be. I think anything to Riken <laughs> is the farthest. They're trip. like the Hawaii of the of our of our yeah. you know of the the pack or the whack or whatever the yeah. whack right. The yeah, whack. So Charles Lawrence yeah. went down to Hawaii. Is what yes, we're saying. That's good right. Did. Good for you, Charles. So curious to see the results from that matchup Friday. We'll bring a, a report back about that. Um, we do have some uh, championships coming up. We're waiting for the league to let us know when and where. 
um, soccer, volleyball, field, field, field hockey, I believe. Yep. Um, so this will well, be. Well, you're our field hockey expert. Correspondent. So, well, I will be. Oh, I'll have to tell the straighter. You handle that one. And our stud player. Well, oh, he, I yeah. heard he was really he leads good. the team in goals, saves, assists. <laughs> it's and, all uh, about the skirt. Yeah, I look oh, great in it. the skirt. It's done. very liberating. Why did you start next? This? Why, why, why would this? Ever why would I start? Sorry about that, guys. No, team. It was meant to be one line, and then we were going to uh, move on. Yellow but, shirts, know. skirts. What are yeah. we doing? Bring we're in. Got something going we'll on bring now. you those results. Um, we'll find some stories in there um, on FirstAmendmentSports.com, which is like this far away. I'm going to feel free. I love uh, being able to say that because if you go on, on it right now, you're going to see some good stuff. Um, it's only going to get better. We will be populating it out with uh, this kind of content. Um, it's so a brand new shiny website with our yep. faces all over it and all the information anyone needs. Shout out, Alan WCAC and everything else. Until next Tuesday, after another round of uh, awesome WCAC football and another seven days of WCAC goodness. We will see us back in this place again, breaking it all down. He's Matt the Real Deal Seal. Looking forward to it, guys, as always. He's Tim Strachan. I can't wait till next Tuesday, although I want to see what's going to happen this weekend first. Oh, yeah. We're going to enjoy the ride. Kevin Ricca. Hey, I just have one thing to say. A tremendously polite young man, freshman quarterback at St. John's, Lou Amave. Lou. Young Lou. man, Lou, I mistakenly. Uh, shouted out his first touchdown as his father's name, Drew Amave, because I got a hey. big fat Coach head Drew. with a, not much stuff in here, and it just, I just got all distracted. But, hey, congratulations on your first high school touchdown pass, young Lou, and thanks Lou. for being so polite Lou, about me, uh, about me being a knucklehead. I can screwed up. Yeah. yeah, no, but a good man. He was very polite, very gracious. And, hey, being around these kids is what, what matters, and, and seeing the level of humility and, uh, and appreciation they have for something like this is, was tremendous. I promised I'd give a shout-out to myself because of how he handled that situation. Way to uh, go, bud. Shout out to Sweet Lou, friend of the show, Louis Bullock, also pride of Bishop McNamara. But if you say Lou, you, make me, you make, just make me think of Sweet Lou. You're, you're so yellow and, and, Preach. and red. My I'm, freshman. Sure, I'm sure Louis Bullock is loving it. Oh, yes. No, no. And I know he's watching. <laughs> no, he's watching. Probably about to get that umbrella ready for tea any second now. <laughs> Until next Tuesday. I'm Ken Marigolo, and this was the WCAC Spectacular. Thank you so much, guys. Appreciate you. Good?